Hey guys, welcome to Ignite Coffee Breaks. I'm Jahiel, I'm going to be your host for today. And so today we have the privilege and honor to hear from two amazing women of God that are part from Ignite Church Brussels and their yes to Jesus is really an example to, to this generation and that's why we're really excited to discuss the topic of commitment with you guys. Welcome Danielle and Sarah. The word commitment is such a big word in our generation you know like um it's like this you know fearful word in a sense uh, and we hear it a lot in relationships in work um in in church and so what does it really mean like what what would be a good definition of of um commitment for you guys i'm just gonna read my notes because i found it um in the cambridge dictionary i really liked what they said and they said um it's a promise or firm decision to do something willingness to give your time and energy for a job and activity or something that you believe in and also something that you must do or deal with that takes your time and so I was like, oh, wow, this is like a really good summary of the weight of community. It is. <laughs> the weight. Like, wow, yeah. <laughs> but um, yeah, I think it also just shows that like commitment doesn't mean that it's going to be easy, mm. but it doesn't mean it's always going to be hard as well. So good. What is your definition, Danielle? Okay, so first of all, thank you. It's like really fun to do this. I'm excited. <laughs> um, so for me, com commitment um, is Actually, almost what she said, like, it's really like to choose if you choose to commit to something, no matter the cost or like no matter like the circumstances or like, yeah, that you keep choosing what you just said, like keep your word. Actually, I always say may your yes be a yes and your no be a no. And like, don't say like, yes, but actually in a few weeks I will say no. Like, mm -hmm. you know, if you decide then you stay, you stick with it. And for me, that's really, yeah, to be committed. And then I also had something else. I have notes. <laughs> They can prepare, guys. Uh, but, um, <laughs> no, but something that I really liked um, talking more about like our decision when we commit to something with God is uh, I had like I, I found this uh, sentence. Commitment means that certain decisions are made in advance in respective of the circumstances. For example, I will honor Christ, whatever the pain and whatever the cost. I will obey God's word, even when that is the hardest thing to do. And I think that's really committed like to stick to your values and uh, that God has given you no matter the cause or like no matter the consequence. So yeah, for me, wow. that's the meaning. And so what about you guys' journey? Like how did you first learn how to commit? And uh, how, like what what is the story? And um, how did you learn? What was your journey in that? Um, well, I think that we all learn already at home uh, as soon as you choose your family. Because even though we say we don't choose our family, we do choose to keep with them, you know, like mm. to keep loving them no matter what. I think that's already the first um, experience that we can have is at home when we choose the people that we're living and keep loving them no matter what. Um, I think that's already uh, where you learn first. Uh, but then for me, I think it was indeed a journey of um, mo more... After I met, like I had an encounter with Jesus, it's when I understood the commitment because uh, our first yes to the Lord is a commitment. Like when you say, yes, I want to follow you. Yes, I want to surrender my dreams to you. It's for a lifetime. It's not like, yes, but like in a three months, like maybe I will negotiate that. Like, no, it's like a yes for a lifetime. And um, I think that's, yeah, for us as a Christian, that's the first commitment that we really like experience okay it's for a lifetime it's like even before you you have a boyfriend or a girlfriend like then you know like when you choose someone it's for a lifetime just as he did with us 
And I think that's, that was like really my journey when I started to, yeah, have uh, this encounter with God and understand the value of my relationship with God and also the value like of the word of God. Because as I said before, like you don't negotiate your values no matter what. Like that's when I was in a situation at school. I was, uh, because I became really Christian, let's say, uh, as I was a teenager, like 15, 16. And then um, there was a Danielle before the summer and then like after the summer at school. And uh, and (laughs) I realized how, even though for me, like I didn't see the difference, but I only realized the difference when my friends turned the back to me uh, because I was different. Like uh, when I got back to school, you know, like I didn't like to gossip anymore. Like I didn't like to be like, yeah, being like um, fake to other people, you know, like my face changed every time. Like I will be with friends and they start to gossip about people and they saw that they didn't like it, but I didn't negotiate it because I committed to the Lord and I was like, okay, I have to change, you know, like no matter if I, it means to lose friends. So that's yeah, so that's good. where I started my journey. I love what you said, like about, you know, like you committed to Jesus and it was not only like come and be my savior, but it's also like come and be my Lord and Lord, the Lordship demands commitment. It's so good. It's so, so good. What about you? Like, what, what, when did you first come in and what is your journey in that? Yeah, for me, I think it, of course, started as well at home, but um, I think also at school. Like, um, you, you have so many, like, rules in school, but then you have to commit to actually follow them, like mm-hmm. being on time, doing your homework, like right. simple things, you right. know? <laughs> yes. But at the end of the day, it's a commitment, like, also, like, deciding to actually succeed in your studies, like, you mm-hmm. have to commit to actually do the work yeah. um, to have the results. Um, and also like extracurricular activities, like I was like in sports and everything. And I think, yeah, like there I also learned like, okay, um, I was encouraged to do basketball oh, because I'm tall, but I was like, I was scared of the ball. <laughs> so I had to like be like, okay, I'm not going to do this. <laughs> I'm just going to like commit to something that I like. I tried gymnastic, but I'm again too tall and not flexible enough. I'm like, uh, what else should I do? And commit to, and then I found like, um, more like athletics and boxing and so I committed okay. to that and I, wow. I had my journey in that and like volleyball and all those kind of things and I was like okay I'm gonna do this but it's like yeah also like learning to put priorities like that mm-hmm. is also like yeah like committing to the time that it takes to do every task yeah that's so good I love like the, the aspect that you bring in the daily like we need to commit in the daily right <laughs> like yeah. there are rules in society <laughs> you need to follow them <laughs> To come into sure. them, you know? Um, and so why do you think people have a hard time to commit? I would say, like, it's honestly, like, probably fear. Mm. Like, fear of, like, judgment, fear to not be understood. Um, like, just fear. Like, a lot of things, like, to disappoint. Like, mm-hmm. uh, for me, like, I had to, like, learn, like, okay, like, if I say no, like, I probably am going to disappoint someone. But at the end of the day, like, am I committing to something that... I think is valuable for me or yeah. am I doing it for some someone else and so I think it's also really like important what Danielle shared like it's your journey with God like you commit to like for life mm-hmm. to like growing your relationship with him and exactly yeah yeah, so. yeah that's so good yeah fear. and so <laughs> do you have an example uh when you you committed to something and then it brought so much good fruit in your life um, that you were not expecting um I've been on this whole like artistic journey I think many of you know (laughs) like I keep like sharing but like it really started with 
like obedience actually like mm. like committing to yeah like following god like really trusting him and it was like a simple thing like i bought like painting supplies and i was like okay why am i doing this like i'm not really into painting mm-hmm. um but then it was really like god timing because afterwards like it was impossible to buy like the um, painting supplies with the culture checks that i received from work mm-hmm. and then i was like okay like okay i bought all of this stuff what am i gonna do germany and i felt from god to bring it with me okay. so i was like okay i'm gonna bring this it's not like i have enough in space but i'll i'll just do it but the car it just started with like painting once a week with a friend like for an hour and from there like like what float <laughs> it was like flu yeah but things just like it was it was just like such a flow and then today i'm like selling those art pieces i'm like what like you would have told me like a year ago that like i would be like selling art like what and like i'm doing it like and i would have not like thought that that was something that i would do but yeah that is amazing wow wow wow. but it was not an easy journey like sometimes like we were like so frustrated my friend and i like we would even sometimes cry like oh my goodness like what are we doing (laughs) it's okay we're just gonna do this for an hour and we see next week what it brings and then yeah i love that i love that and it's beautiful well commitment can bring you money (laughs) i guess (laughs) not only but i mean that's a good way you know like maybe to go on uh the other side how did you commit in your life and then it brought like shady stuff <laughs> you know like, like <laughs> okay so i do have one good example uh which i won't go too much into details but um uh actually it's also daily life as she said um it's with one of my jobs that i had in the past uh, I was committed to work and like uh, be do my best at this job um, until actually I came to a burnout. And that's when it was mm. really an issue for me because like personal, like I was, um, how I say it, like not struggling, but like debating with myself because of like, because of my word, as I said, like may my yes be a yes and a no be a no. And like, I don't want to leave just because I'm exhausted because yeah. I'm committed to like be a good employee and like do my best at this job. So until when do I have to stay, you know? So I, it was really like a struggle to me of like, should I leave or not? And um, because it was a hard time for me to understand that uh, I had a burnout. Like I thought it was just exhausting, like, you know? So it's only when I really got to the point of being burnout that uh, I gave it back to the Lord. And I said, God, like if, if it's, and I even told him like, if it's for me to stay, then show me why I have to stay. Uh, but otherwise, please open another door. Like, please show me that I, it's like the season to stop. And he did. Like, he showed me like it was a season to stop. Like, he closed the door and opened another one. But um, for me, that season of my life was really hard because if it will depend only on me, I had a really hard time to stop myself because uh, when I'm committed, like I'm really committed to something. And uh, I, yeah, I thought it was that I had to work on me, that it was not the circumstances that was too heavy. I thought like I had to, like to just, how we say it, uh, to um, in French we say avaler, like to 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 suck it up, yeah, to suck it up, and uh, and just go keep going, you know, like keep pushing, keep going. 
because I thought as a Christian, like I just have to speak words of truth, uh, truth to me and I will be okay to keep my commitment. But then God showed me, no, there is also boundaries, you know, like commitments that has also seasons and boundaries. And that's when I learned the other side of like, it's okay when a commitment comes to an end. Like based on your experience, when is it healthy to break a commitment then? When you see that as the commitment has also um, uh, fi- like a finish line, you know, like there is a start, of course, and it can be for a lifetime, but it can also be for a certain season. And you have to know when you're going beyond the season that God has t- told you to go. Um, and yeah, that's what I felt with, with that season because I stayed almost three years there and the last year was really heavy and um and the last year was really heavy to me and I kept going for seven months before I realized it was a burnout you know like I kept pushing all by myself until I realized it was a a burnout and it's when I saw okay like that cannot be from the Lord you know like God won't let me feel all this experience and say it's from the Lord you know so that's when I surrendered to God I was like okay until here I did it by myself, but like now I cannot go further. And it's when I understood that I had to close that season, like that yeah, cycle season uh, in a healthy way, which happened, uh, thank God, like I left in a good way and like mm. we just finished the, the season there. But yeah, I think we should be more discerning. Like from my experience, my mistake was because I'm a Christian, I know the word of the Lord. I just have to speak the truth over me. And like, it's going to be okay. Okay, I'm going to suck it up because I'm a Christian. And like, I know how I have to like go through the, the war, like the battle, which was wrong because I didn't understood I was out of my boundaries, you know, like I was, yeah. I didn't have anything else to give and I was keep pushing because I thought that was what I had to do. So I think we should, uh, yeah, just be discer- have the discernment of asking God until when. Like, is this a lifetime commitment or like there is a season? And if there is a season, show me when I have to close before it becomes unhealthy. Wow, that's so good. And well, then what was your journey of recovery? You know, because you went through that. It's kind of traumatic Mm -hmm. because, you know, like you commit to something, you thought it was the right thing. And then it's just like kind of exploding, you know. Um, So, yeah, what was your journey? in the recovery and what would be your advice to somebody who is maybe in that situation where they feel burned out by their commitment? Um, like how, how to recover from that? Yeah. Uh, well, my recovery, um, it took a few months. Um, and I was actually, let's say kind to myself. Like I decided just to let go of everything that I thought, um, was the right thing to do from my side. And when I felt like, yeah, the season was just closed, I felt also all the burden being left out for me. So it's when I understood that it was a season of rest and just be gentle, like, okay, God, like you, like, as I said, um, well, yesterday in a conversation we had, I was like, uh, only God can close a door, only God can open a door. So uh, if it was the season to close that door, I'm, I'm just going to trust and rest that the next door will be open without me having to use my own strength. Um, and I was, yeah, just um, asking God to recover me, my emotional, mental health, um, and um, without questioning myself of my commitments, values, you know, like not questioning, oh, I didn't made it, you know, like, oh, I, I stopped because it was too hard. Like, I didn't let those lies come to me. Yeah. 
because I know myself, but God knows my heart. And like, if he closed the door, he knew that it was too much, uh, more than I could handle. Um, and yeah, I was just being gentle to myself and uh, respecting my time and my season of rest uh, before the next door would open. Wow, that is so good and so helpful. Thank you, Daniel. <laughs> Sarah, like you are currently in um in a Bible school, if I can call it like that. So how how do you choose to commit? How do you put boundaries? Because like in the experience of Daniel, like there was this thing of how like what are the right boundaries? So how do you put your boundaries? How do you choose the things you commit to? Because I guess as a student There are so many opportunities to serve and to do, and also you have to work. And so, like, how do you do it in a healthy way and without being over overwhelmed? Yeah, exactly. I think it really starts with, like, boundaries and also just knowing your strength and knowing, like, what season that you're in. And for me, it all started in, like, church, like, actually, like, committing to so many things because I was scared of saying no and let down leadership So I was like, okay, like, I don't want to repeat those patterns that I did in the past. Like, and even like when you're surrounded by people that are like on fire for Jesus, like worship nights, this, that, yes. like all good things. But it's yeah. like, okay, I don't have to be part of everything. Mm -hmm. Like, it's okay to like sit this one out and yeah. just like search God <laughs> for your own. <laughs> like, yeah, that's a big thing. Like missing out, like being scared to miss things out like, and be like, oh no, I wasn't there and like blah, blah, blah. But it's like. No, like even like that, the commitment of moving and living in a whole other country, I've done it in the past, but like now, like having had such a nice like church home at Ignite and mm. being like, oh, wow, like, yeah, I am missing things out here. Like things are happening here and it's just amazing. But it's like, okay, I have to like know like which season I'm in and like I'm learning so much like where I'm at now. And uh, yeah, the school year wasn't like always like the easiest, but it was like, I, I found so much, like, peace in the commitments that I made, like, yeah, and so, yeah, now with the internship, I also have to, like, think, like, okay, I don't, I cannot say yes to everything, like, I have yeah. to put boundaries, like, even with my mentor and, like, with yeah. other, like, teams, because sometimes good. you work with so many different teams and, like, there's different leadership and, like, they don't necessarily always communicate, so it's like, okay, like, I have to, like, speak up like if I feel like okay this this one is going to be a bit too much or maybe I pause or like yeah yeah commitment means you're going to say yes to things but it means saying no to other things exactly. and so how do you overcome FOMO <laughs> like fear of missing out <laughs> what would be your practical advice <laughs> to people honestly like for me it was like the fear of men like leaving actually mm -hmm. because like FOMO is also like based on like the opinion of people like yeah. oh she never like is there or whatever like not that it happened to me that people were saying those things but it does happen to some people like they're in a specific season and they can just be in everything you know mm -hmm. or like because you have work so you also mentioned that like some people like for instance the Americans like they don't have the right to work in in, Bel um, in Belgium like in Europe unless they have like a specific visa yeah and so they're more available but you have the opportunity to work and you work and then so you, you're missing out on things as well so yeah. That's good. That's good. Did you also had like some FOMO in your life, you know, in your life story and you were like, okay, and how, how do you over overcome that? Okay. So I'm trying to remember like if 
I think maybe the year I was um, at uh, Bible school too uh, in US, so it was quite far from here. <laughs> and um, I didn't have like uh, the FOMO, like really, but I did uh, had like, I was following everything that was happening here, you know, like mm-hmm. uh, because I was involved in so many ministries before I left. I was like, I was there, but I was also connected here, you know, like I couldn't like disconnect fully of mm-hmm. here, you know, because of the thing of commitment. Like if I choose you, then I, I will keep choosing you. Like, and if I'm in a ministry, like even though I'm there, I wanted to always make sure like, hey guys, I'm following you guys. Like I'm far, but I'm from, I'm close, you know, like, and uh, I think if today maybe I should have done a bit differently of like not being that much connected like sometimes I will watch live stream no matter the the difference of hours you know like just to be to show them like hey I'm a committed like I'm following you guys and like even if I'm far I'm here like you know so maybe yeah just as she said like really respect the season you are like and also uh, don't be afraid to miss out somewhere else because if God has put you here for this season then it's this season that you have to be fully present and not like also like keep like holding you know like the other season or the other things that are happening um which I learned with the years but like I think at that moment I was like I was fully committed there but I was also fully aware of like everything was happening here you know like I was Mm -hmm. not able to disconnect fully and maybe that influenced a little bit of things I could have received more from the Lord there yeah but I was yeah you know I was not fully there because I was a bit here also so yeah I I would have done uh, differently yeah so to to be fully present yes fully present that God placed you yes that is a great advice um maybe also I wanted to ask like there are a lot of people maybe who wants to commit to this and to that or maybe I'm thinking about serving uh in the church or even outside the church you know Mm but they don't feel qualified. They don't feel like they have the skills or what it takes mm. and stuff, you know? Like, So what would you say to someone who is in that situation? Mm, I think that's when you ask it also, like, um, how do you, why do you think people have a hard time to commit? And then mm-hmm. you say, like, fear. Uh, and I think that's also fear of not being enough, you know? Like, fear of not being enough. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Or, like, also thinking that they cannot commit. Maybe because in the past someone told them, like, you start something you never finished. Mm-hmm. You know, that can influence mm-hmm. really hard. In Like, people thinking, okay, but everything I've done in my life in the past, I never came to an end, you know? Like, I always stopped in the middle, so I'm not able to commit, so I won't commit, you know? Mm-hmm. To... To have the fear that, like, if at some point in their life they give up on the thing that they committed, that someone will come back and say, see, you, you never come to an end to something. Mm. So I think, yeah, first of all, people have to break those lies of, like, okay, maybe in the past, for example, me, I did some dance classes that I didn't do the whole three years of school you know like um but it's not because of that that i will forever think oh every time i start something i never finish yeah Uh, it was just it happened that i didn't finish the school but it doesn't mean that it's because i I was not good in committing myself um so i think it's breaking those lies and um mostly like at church let's say like ministry wise if it's god calling you then he knows you will commit you know (laughs) God's calling you well he knows because he knows you better than anyone else and uh, if he trusts you with that is because he knows you will be able to commit even with the hard and the and the easy times like the ups and downs he will he knows that you won't give up so you just have to trust him first obey 
And of course, if it's uh, something non-Christian, let's say like professional or like school-wise, uh, yeah, break those lies like of, of the past or like those trauma, you know, of like, oh, like in the past I never finished. So I, I for sure I won't finish this time. No, those break those lies and then really like be full of like the spirit of the Lord and say, okay, it was maybe that was my version in the past, but I won't commit the same mistakes now. And yeah, I think for me, it's like, just break those lies of you're not enough. Like you won't be able to commit, you know. That is really powerful. Mm. And as you speak, I think about this sentence I say that God um, doesn't call the qualified, but he qualified those he calls. And so it's like, yeah, you can commit. Don't look at yourself. It's about looking at God in a sense, you know. Oh, that's so good. I love that. <laughs> well, I have a last question, and I think it's good that both of you answer to it. So what would you sell it, say to your 20-year-old self about commitment? I can say now that it was 10 years ago. What? <laughs> Yay, 30. <Yeah. laughs> um, I'm fully committed to my 30s now. <laughs> I love this. I would honestly, like, actually, like, bring it back to, like, feeling like unqualified like don't don't feel unqualified like for instance I started like with playing music um and ended up by stopping it for a little bit and then out of nowhere I kept receiving like instruments for free in my 20s and I'm like I felt so unqualified there's so many people that are so far Mm -hmm. and so skilled and like they would like they dream about receiving like those instruments and I was like okay like I dream about receiving a piano (laughs) (laughs) just say <laughs> May my testimony be yours. <laughs> so I was like, okay, like, what do I do with this? Like, just like accept and just like flow in it. Um, and yeah, don't be scared, like, to actually follow your crazy dreams, like, and follow the voice of the Lord because He's the one that places them in your heart. And yeah. What would you say, Daniel, to your 20 year old self? You did amazing. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> <laughs> this is good. You need to affirm yourself, right? <laughs> uh, but that's another topic, let's say. But um, no, I think uh, as I look back, um, a bit also of like having believe more in yourself, um, actually. And like, uh, yeah, just dare more. And like, um, don't be afraid of uh, if you're ready or not, or if you're qualified or not, um, and just do it and obey and do the step of faith. I, I know that there are a lot of people listening and hearing you, and they are maybe 20. <laughs> so take the advice, follow it, and commit. Um, I, I loved our discussion. I loved uh, like how we went from like committing, saying yes to something, keeping your word, and... Um, and also not being afraid to go fully in it, which was which was so good. And also like that the boundaries, like put your boundaries in commitment. Like don't say yes to everything. Yes. Break with FOMO. Yeah, <laughs> no, that's so You're important. not going to miss. Yeah. And I mean like, you know, we're here and we've been missing some stuff the past couple of years and uh, and it's okay. <laughs> we didn't die from it. Uh, but may your yes be yes and your no be no. And um yeah, that is amazing. Thank you for bringing your input to the discussion. And um, now I'm just going to ask you a few questions. It's going to be like rapid questions. So you need to answer the first thing. <laughs> the first thing that comes to your mind. And I'm going to 
to uh, first um, go with Danielle, and then it will be you. And um, so it's four questions that are multiple cho multiple choices. Sorry. Are you ready? Okay, I'm stressed. Okay, <laughs> let's do it. <laughs> okay, there we go. Coffee or tea? Coffee. Brazil or Argentina? Br <laughs> <laughs> hey, tricky question. My parents are watching. <laughs> <laughs> no, Brazil, Brazil. Beach or mountain? Beach. Morning or evening? Evening. And what was your dream job as a child? Well, my dream job, uh, it's actually a little bit what I'm already doing. Uh, I've always knew I wanted to work uh, as a you know, businesswoman uh, in a multinational company and working in marketing communication. Uh, wow. I'm just not in the industry I always loved and dreamed was, uh, and that was a luxury and fashion industry. But the rest I'm doing. So come on, yeah. Sarah, are you ready? I'm committed. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. Committed to answer. Yeah. Awesome. Okay, ready? Yes. Coffee or tea? Coffee. Avengers or Justice League? What? Avengers or Justice League? I don't watch. I you don't know Avengers? I mean, yeah, I do, but I don't really watch it. But I'll say Avengers, Avengers, because I was committed to watch all of it for a little bit, <laughs> but I, I didn't finish. <laughs> okay. Belgium or Germany? Belgium. Yeah. Good answer. <laughs> I have to. Best. <laughs> Elevation worship or Maverick City music? Elevation. Oh, good. Yeah. And who inspires you the most? Oh, I would say my mom. <laughs> yeah, like she's really committed to really help us in everything. And yeah, I yeah. love it. I love like everything that she's, she's taught us. And yeah. So awesome and beautiful. Your mom would be happy to hear that. <laughs> and I hope she will <laughs> hear it. So guys, it was Ignite Coffee Breaks. Thank you for listening. Uh, if you enjoyed it, please like follow the podcast and for staying tuned just follow at ignite church brussels and do not forget that all you need is a cup of love see you next time